You are listening to Sheep Might Fly, a podcast of serialised fiction written and read by Tansy Rayner Roberts. Uh, this is an in-between episode. Hi, everyone. I hope your March is starting out well. Um, so when I published uh, the ebook of Castle Ever After, which I finished reading last week, I included all of the bonus scenes that I wrote for Kickstarter supporters. I'm not going to read them all today. I'm just going to read one of them. Uh, but if you like the idea of dipping into a few little bonus scenes in the lives and backstories of the characters from Castle Charming, uh, then go and download the free um, the free ebook, which includes the Castle Ever After novella and uh, also all of the, the bonus stories. One of the bonus stories that I wrote actually ended up being the prequel to Castle Ever After, the piece about the introduction of uh, the Snow Queen, because what I did was I asked the, uh, the people who pledged at that level to choose a favourite fairy tale and or a favourite character from Castle Charming as prompts for those scenes. Uh, and, and in that particular case, uh, the supporter, uh, Leah, chose the Snow Queen and I'd already had in mind I wanted the sequel to be about the Snow Queen, so I double-dipped. The other bonus scenes are um, there's lots of Jack there, there was lots of Camilla. Clearly I have not written enough about Camilla in the books, uh, so there were uh, plenty of requests for those. And uh, ended up with quite a few. And the other thing is there are two bonus frog-themed uh, or frog-prince-themed stories, largely because the one that Tahani requested, which was for the frog prince, I got confused of which prompts she'd requested and did it with the wrong characters. So I then had to write a second frog story. Uh, yeah, but I really enjoyed doing those bonus scenes. I think it's something I'll offer again because it was really fun to dip into the characters, do those little extra bits of either backstory or sequel story filling in between the main Castle Charming collection of novellas and the sequel. A couple of them ended up going far too AU uh, after I wrote the novella because I hadn't remembered exactly what I said and I had to like shift timelines, but it all fits together. So if you like that idea, please go download and read those. And I'm going to read you one of my favourites, which was for Catherine. I don't remember the original prompts, except it was something to do with Jack and the twins. Jack to the rescue. When they were ten years old, the Prince's Charming fell into a blackberry bush. This was particularly impressive because there was no blackberry bush anywhere on castle grounds. To find that blackberry bush, they had to evade their royal hounds, break a gate latch, run down several country laneways, startle a goat, punch each other in the face, and drop an entire bottle of stolen ginger beer. Truly, Theirs was an idyllic childhood. It was Jack who found them. The entire castle staff had turned out once the alarm bell sounded. They combed the countryside, calling and hooting for their lost lambs. It is possible that the general enthusiasm for hunting the lost princes was because no one wanted to be anywhere near the king when he discovered his sons were lost. Jack probably wasn't supposed to be part of the search party. She was barely older than the princes themselves, 
but she was helping out in the laundry when the call went out, and somehow she got caught up in the action. Trotting along behind several half-hearted maids and footmen, she was the one who spotted the broken bottle by the side of the lane, and the wide wet patch where fizzy sugar drink had leaked out all over the dirt. Slowly she wandered over in that direction, and leaned over the ditch. Blackberry brambles were overgrown here, draping in a mass of spikes along the whole side of the lane. Fat, glistening berries hung heavy on the prickled boughs, and as she stared into that promising mess of leaves and sweet fruit and clear danger, she saw two pairs of silver eyes blinking at her. Everyone's been yelling for you, she said, mustering all of her scorn. They walked right past here. Why didn't you say anything? We don't want to be rescued, said Chase. We want to rescue ourselves, agreed Cyrus. Two tiny golden heads nodded in agreement with each other, and they both said ouch at the same time. Brambles were an unforgiving mistress. Jack considered their position and her own. The easiest thing to do would be to call the adults and get them to deal with this, but she'd never been one to make the easy choice. Besides, there was a very useful branch over there, which could be used for leverage. I'll rescue you, she said magnanimously, and I won't even tell anyone I did it. Both pairs of eyes narrowed suspiciously. What do you want in exchange? asked Cyrus. I don't know, said Jack. It was enough, surely, to make the deal. She'd figure out what she got out of it at some point in the future. Maybe when she was older and wiser. I'll think of something. What she got out of it, as it happened, was being allowed to rescue them over and over again for the rest of their lives. They were eleven, and somehow the carriage was on fire. They were twelve, and both princes had separately managed to insult a visiting count, who thought nothing of challenging them to duels one after the other. They were thirteen and ready to kill each other over some dark-eyed older girl who wafted into the castle and set both brothers against each other. They were fourteen and ready to kill each other over a game of rookery. They were fifteen, and Prince Chase was having a panic attack in the gardens. They were sixteen, and Prince Cyrus was caught in bed with the mistress of a baron who was definitely going to punch his lights out. You're supposed to be the good one, Jack said impatiently, when she helped him down from the ivy wall he'd climbed to escape and handed him some borrowed clothes. That reputation is unearned and unfair, said Cyrus, which was true. They were seventeen, and Prince Chase had taken some pills in a club that caused savage hallucinations. They were 18 and definitely both can end up dead of alcohol poisoning. They were 19 and Prince Cyrus had run away from home. I don't have to take you back, said Jack when she found him three kingdoms away, dyeing his hair black in a dingy tavern room. Cyrus leaned over the tin bath, looking bedraggled and exhausted. Of course you do. You're a royal hound. I've been rescuing you longer than that, she said impatiently. Seriously, I want you two to survive this kingdom. And if that means getting out... If you really meant that, he said with a bitter smile, you wouldn't have come to rescue me. 
Well, that's stupid, said Jack. Obviously, I'm always going to rescue you. Chase banged his way through the door. Did you find him? What's taking so long? He stared at his brother, all wet black tendrils, dripping around a sour face, and broke into gales of laughter. Shut up, said Cyrus grumpily. It was a good plan. Obviously it wasn't a good plan, said Chase. If you want a good plan, you need Jack to come up with it. Jack sighed at them both. Let's get a drink before we head back. Now, that's a good plan, said Chase triumphantly. On the long carriage ride home with the drunk and miserable prince on either side of her, Jack considered her life choices. Sometimes I think I should have left you both in the bramble patch. It's fair, agreed Chase sleepily. More than fair, said Cyrus, who against all the odds was still wide awake and watching them both. Will you get into trouble for today? Maybe. It wouldn't be the first time she got blamed for letting them go too far with their shenanigans. Sorry. It is what it is, she said. They were forgiven. Of course they were forgiven. They were the prince and she was their hound. The only thing Jack could never forgive them for would be getting into trouble so deep that she couldn't rescue them. But today was not that day. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Sheep Might Fly. If you want to read this or any of the other Castle Charming bonus scenes, then download the Castle Ever After ebook for free from Book Funnel. There is a link in the show notes. You can sign up to my author newsletter for updates. Follow me on Twitter at TansyRR or at Sheep Might Fly. Find me on Facebook at TansyRR Books. If anybody's still on Facebook, certainly in Australia, it has become a little controversial. If you like this podcast, consider supporting me at Patreon, where you can receive all kinds of cool rewards, early ebooks, and exclusive stories for a small monthly pledge. See you next week when finally we will be returning to the Dragon Circus. Bye. Thank you.